You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. And my main goal is to get through the conversation and try to make Mitch pee his pants. (laughs) Could happen this week. It is time. It is time to journey into mystery and talk about the next film in our m- not MCU Marvel uh, journey. Yeah, that's what we're going to call it. Yeah. I mean, we're on a journey into mystery. That's right. Uh, so we've gone through four other Incredible Hulk movies having to do with Bill Bixby or starring Bill Bixby. This is our fifth one. Final one. Death of the Incredible Hulk. And to talk about that movie, we welcome John Camarena back. It's truly an honor and a pleasure (laughs) to both be here for this momentous occasion. And uh, it feels like this is the end of an era. I mean, uh, a a little bit, but also, um, Mitch, in in post, we can add applause to when John comes in, right? Right. Oh yeah. I mean, we right. could. I don't know <laughs> if I will. We're we're not gonna. But like, <laughs> there there was definitely applause there. There was definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to be done with the incredible, like the the Bixby Incredible Hulk movies. One and two so were was cool. He. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> One and two were rad. Like, they were fun. They saved the early part of the Marvel movies for me. But at this point, just, it's, it's been, it's been enough. You can, you can let it go. Um, the one with Thor, I liked that one, not because it was a Hulk movie, but because I liked Golden Retriever Thor. (laughs) He's so happy. He just wants to play. (laughs) He just wants to drink and dance and have a good time. And now, the last two, the last two movies were meant to be a springboard or backdoor pilots for those other characters. Do you suppose that this not Natasha Romanoff was going to get her own spinoff as well? Uh, I mean, it didn't seem like there was plans this time. But uh, if they had actually decided to make her Black Widow, yes, I, bl- I I'm sure it would have been. Uh, but we'll get into that when we get to the movie. <laughs> First, we're going to talk a little bit about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, we're up to four episodes now, and um, the last episode ended on a pretty, pretty exciting, like, ender, <laughs> if you watched it. Um, if you haven't watched it, please skip ahead, like, 15 minutes. But uh, <laughs> what, what, what do you all think about a, a bloody Captain America shield? I'm so mad. I mean, that only that really just like cements how well Wright Russell is doing as John Walker and how well the writers oh. are doing, right? Because like, no, he's he's doing too well. He had to delete his social media. <laughs> That's how well true. he's doing. This is true. This is like the uh, return of uh, the actor who who had to play Joffrey from Game of Thrones, right? right? Yeah, or so Rose like, Tico from Star Wars, right? Like y'all. 
actors yeah, but you weren't supposed to hate Rose. No. Actors are actors and they're doing the job. All yes, right? exactly. Hate they're, their, hate the their character. Love them for making a character that you hate. Exactly. Like, y'all are, y'all are wild out there. I'm watching you, all right? And there's a couple of you that I'm having beef with right now. You know who you are. Um, <clears throat> but like, oh, my God. The everything that's been going on where he's like, would you take the serum? Would you do it? <laughs> it's like you already took it. Obviously, that's why you're asking. Yeah. Like you think he took it by that point? I think he did. I think he was like going to do it and ask for forgiveness later. OK. I like don't have permission, ask forgiveness. You know what I mean? Uh huh. I was like, look, I had to do it. Like the mission was on the line. That kind of thing. Uh huh. And just. And secretly did it so obviously like they're not using the vita rays in this version of the super the super soldier serum um in the comic books that's a pretty important part like the second set of captain america's and bucky's from the 50s in the marvel comics like they went crazy because they took the serum they used plastic surgery to change their faces so they look like Steve and Buck. And then since they didn't have Vita Rays, they went crazy. Like that Captain America like became uh, evil, an evil like super soldier. And Buck became Nomad who also kind of went bad. I get it. Like like reverse Captain America. Kind of. Kind of like your your so, your yeah, reverse Flash. It's <laughs> like if, if they don't get the super Vita Rays, then... Like they become like vitamin D deficient, and that's why they're like in a bad mood all the time. I mean, I guess that's a that's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> not getting enough sunlight. No, not enough sunlight. You know, I mean, it's definitely they definitely play up the whole. If you're good, it makes you better. If you're bad, it makes you evil. Like it, it just exaggerates whatever personality traits you have. Well, what does that mean for for Carly? Because I feel like she's like she's a bad guy, but not like bad guy. You know what I mean? Like she's doing some kind of shady things, but well, for some honest, like you can understand her. You can understand what she's trying to do, and everything that's going on isn't necessarily awful. Yeah, no, she's obviously has a very noble cause. Uh, and and it should they blow up that building though exactly yeah she if she went about it and didn't kill people her her statement of like this is the only thing that people they that they understand like i get that too but like just yeah. that, i mean if you could you could have just if you could have just destroyed the building without killing the people then that would have been another thing another story but like yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I it's 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 she she makes good points. One side's freedom fighters is another side's terrorists. Right. I think that I honestly think that we had a way to wrap up this show in this episode had John like John Walker not been an idiot and rushed the time frame. Oh yeah, of course. Because you know Sam and Carly, they were having a moment. Like that was a real conversation about like. Is there a middle ground here that we can come to? And it was so close. It was, and that's more of what that's what pissed me off. Yeah, it was almost there. Um, but let's talk about Carly for a second. 
How do you think she has all that information on on Sam and Sam's sister? Who's feeding her information is basically what I'm getting at. Yeah, there's definitely a third party here that we're not being made privy to just yet. Could oh, be connections. Or we have been made privy to, we just don't know the connection. And I'm it's, I'm gonna, it's Zemo. No, I'm going with it's uh it's Agent Carter. It's uh Oh Sharon. She's not an agent anymore. No. Yeah. Art Thief Carter. What? Art Thief Carter. Art Thief Carter. Well, or Power Broker Carter. Do you think she's a power broker? I think she's a little too uh, set up to not be. That would be a really fun turn of events where it's like, look, I brought you to the guy who was making my stuff. I let you kill him. But really, this is the long game. I'm sorry. You both die now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it'd be weird that she did let her scientists get killed. Uh, and then she fought her own men outside. But like, also, if it's Zemo, he's teaming up with the Flag Smashers when he doesn't care for them. He doesn't like that, you know, that they were using a super soldier serum. Like he wants to kill them. See, I think Whoa. he's, I think he's down for the for the Flag Smashers. I just think that he's not okay with the super soldier aspect of it. Mm. Yeah, and he even said earlier that you know he was using Bucky as a means to an end also. So I'm still thinking that once he was done with Bucky in the original plan, he was going to kill him anyway. Yeah. Like same with all the other super soldiers in the winter soldier program. Um, I've said it before in our other podcast, like he's never said he wasn't going to try to kill Bucky because he stole a super soldier out there. And that's basically it but i don't think it's zemo um are we to assume then that if it's potentially sharon carter or agent 13 whatever name she goes by now um so she didn't disappear in the blip because i thought it was discussed that she was but it wouldn't make sense like she would have had to have filled in during that power vacuum of the blip like she would have had to have been around and build up that base because i mean it's only been about six months since the blip like reversed i don't know if that's enough time to you know create this criminal underworld and amass all this fortune of art i mean yeah you're right that's but it would have been after civil war because civil war is when she has to go on the run that's when she stole from the government so you have civil war to infinity war and then the where where things get snapped so maybe she built up her criminal life then but i i honestly i don't know i don't know if she got snapped or not I would have to venture to say that she didn't. I think that she was still around during that time. There was like, you know, powerful people that disappeared and she was in a prime position, had the right set of skills to, you know, plant a stake in that in low town. So according to Marvel Cinematic Universe.fandom.com wiki Sharon Carter, she did get blipped. She did get snapped. Interesting. Yeah. Now, how Curious. accurate is the fan you know fandom page yeah because you know anybody can put whatever they want on those pages i don't know i I actually just wrote that i I mean (laughs) i wouldn't doubt that either (laughs) i just went in and i was like hey uh she totally got blipped tell mitch and they're like all right cool (laughs) um so i i I, because the fact that we still have two episodes left and they haven't actually 
showed us the the power broker means I, I think it has to be someone that we've already seen on screen. Could it even be someone like up uh, that's not Zemo or Sharon? Sure. I just don't know who else it could be. Maybe it's you maybe know, it's Thunderbolt Ross. Maybe he's the power broker. Maybe he went crazy after oh, after Infinity ev- War. <laughs> everything we do comes back around to Ross. That's right. Because we want the Thunderbolts. We do. I really I want I want the Thunderbolts but, and I want the Dark Avengers. Yep. But after uh after the blip and after the WandaVision, um, there's been another merging of realities. So it's no longer the John Hurt version of uh Thunderbolt Ross. It's the the previous one from the Incredible Hulk or the, the Ang Lee Hulk. Oh, um oh, who was that? Who who played who played him in that? Oh, Thunderbolt Ross. Sam something. Who? Sam something. Sam was it Sam Elliott? Was in. Yes, there you go. Really? Sam Elliott as Thunderbolt Ross is perfect. <laughs> he was. That was it great was. casting You're for right. that first one. Yeah. I'm the all only that. the only other <laughs> casting that I'd be down for, but it wouldn't happen, would be would be J.K. Simmons. <laughs> He's gonna be everything <laughs> with the mustache. Well, that's his whole thing. Does it have a mustache? It's J.K. Simmons. <laughs> you know what? By the way, missed opportunity when they cast um, J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon in Batman v Super. No, not Batman v Superman in uh, Justice League. Yep. Um, and then they did the new Spider-Man, but it was J.K. Simmons again. Uh-huh. I was like, ah, oh, missed opportunity. They should have got Gary Oldman to be fucking. That would have been perfect. That would have been a good JJ. And and I already could have imagined the scene where he says, I want all the pictures of Spider Man. And somebody asks him, What do you mean, all of them? And he says, All of them. All of them. (laughs) That would have been a good scene. That would have been a good scene. (laughs) So, according to Screen Rant, Thunderbolt Ross was also snapped. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Dude. Then he came back and he's actually snapped and he's just like, give me everything. <laughs> I can never let this happen again. I'll create all the super soldiers. Give me give me all the super soldiers for free right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the other really cool part of the episode was come on, the door Melage. Like Oh, absolutely. Fighting the the four of them. Just the- styling on them. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all three of the Dora Milaje. Yeah, all three defeating the four of them. <laughs> I loved that. That Bucky What's was like, "All right, here we go," and like yeah. started a fight, and they were like, "Nope, bop, bop, give me your arm." <laughs> now, to, to be fair, Zemo ducks out like right away. He well, like he was, never, yeah. but he made he would made five. There were still four of them up against the three Dora Milaje. Oh yeah, okay. Just with yeah, Sam, so, Buck, John, you know what? and what's his face? I, yeah. I already, I, I already wasn't counting Hoskins. I was like, oh, he's <laughs> I mean, down. <laughs> yeah, he got taken out pretty quick, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but I, I saw somewhere else, and I haven't gone and rewatched the episode, so I don't know if if you two have. Uh, but someone said that, uh, the Dorm- one of the Dormelages, um, spears went like actually pierced the shield and mm-hmm. i don't think it did i think it stopped it 
It's yeah. stopped it a few times when the like when they pinned the shield, it was through the yeah yeah like through the brace. Yeah, it was through. The, I saw. I knew that was through the brace, but I think it was the one when she came right at him and he he, he puts the shield up. Like someone claimed that it punctured it there, and I was like, I don't think so. I would yeah, need to go back and double check that, but like. I don't think that's how vibranium works. <laughs> even vibranium can't even go through vibranium. I don't think so. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams, man. Oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that's that's my other podcast. No, um, <laughs> in in Civil War, we did see that the Black Panthers like claws did scratch the shield. You're right. And those scratches were there the whole rest but of the no, movie. No, it just scratched the paint. It didn't scratch the actual shield. I'm pretty sure it was a little scratchy scratch. I don't. I don't know. Well, I mean, we know Thanos's blade can can break the shield, so it can cut through vibranium. I mean, yeah, but that was Thanos's I mean, blade made of. That blade was probably forged by like Eitri and that. Oh, great, you're probably right. Like Dark Star, whatever that was. That was probably like when he picked up the. I don't know because that was past Thanos. Past Thanos had that. I mean, past Thanos would have also had had the gauntlet. Yeah. Oh, true. So when he rocked up and he's like, Itri, give me that glove. <laughs> and I'll take this sword, and too. That, <laughs> and that sword, too. Give me that. And he's like, ah, he's like, no. He's like, give me your hands. <laughs> he's like, what do, you, what do you got that's good against Vibranium? <laughs> hey, Itri, so I'm going up against a dude, right? One dude's got a big-ass hammer, and the other one's got a shield made of Vibranium. What do you got that beats it? And he's like, I, I mean, hypothetically... I guess I got this sword. He's like, sold. I, I said hypothetic. Nope, I see it right there. Give it. Give it. Give <laughs> so, so that means you're gonna pay, you're gonna pay me for this. You, you said sold. You're gonna pay me for this. <laughs> Psych, take his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like that's very balanced of Thanos to just like fucking put Itri's hands and smelt him. Well, I mean, like he had to smelt him so he couldn't make anything to beat the gauntlet. I mean. That's not balanced. It's no, also not balanced that when Thanos snapped, he was immune to his own snap. I mean, you don't know that. He could have. It could have been a fifty-fifty chance. It's a. It's literally a fifty-fifty chance if he got snapped out. I think he was like everybody. Me. <laughs> ooh, and the, the Infinity Stones were like, ooh, you got me, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> half of everybody, half of everybody, minus me. <laughs> and they're like, hold up, that throws a whole wrench in the calculations here. Hold on. <laughs> that's why the that's why it took so long when everybody turned to dust because the stones were actively doing the math on like, okay, so that whole thing minus one person now cut it in half, and you can't have like you can't have a remainder. No. Because like you, half a person just like running around that that suck. <laughs> <laughs> that would and like like do do we just do we just kill that guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> do what if I mean what if he like it still exist like because yeah he still existed <laughs> like he still walked around like and it's it, not like cut it, half top it's like through the vertically. <laughs> <laughs> If there were any conjoined twins, would they both have disappeared? Ooh. Like, where do you draw the line? Right there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It depends whether they're connected at the heart or not. (laughs) Right. Now, do they share a spleen or a brain? Replaceable. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Is. 
last two episodes, what what the two of you excited about? What do you you hope to see? Uh, I want to see more punching. I want to see more running. I want to see more falconing. We're definitely going to see all three of those things. uh, I want to see a giant robot. (laughs) (laughs) Can I sell you on Godzilla versus Kong? I watched it. It was fun. Uh, (laughs) I want a flashback of Steve. Because they say this next one is supposed to have a pretty big cameo in it. So Mm. I want a moment between Buck and Steve. I would even settle for Sam and Steve. Um, I mean, there's definitely... there's So I don't know if... And I pointed this out in the Geeks Watch, but I don't know if you've noticed it, Ian, but there are missing credits at the end. Spots where they're supposed... You you notice that there are supposed to be names. So essentially... Uh, like when when um, Emily Van Camp finally showed up as Sharon Carter, that spot got filled in with Emily Van Camp's name. Oh. So there's an obvious void. So yeah, there's there's at least three more cameos that are going to be showing up, or three more uh, big names. It'll probably be Fury. Then he'll just be like, "So you gave away the shield, huh?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, one thing I did want to throw out there, and I, I if they did make Sharon the power broker and then going forward we know that there's going to be a secret invasion episode um or tv show could that sharon be a scroll isn't that the point of secret invasion is that anybody could be a scroll it's true and what what a better time to replace people with a with a scroll uh when you know everybody gets snapped back I mean, yeah. Also, John, right now, ten bucks says Mitch is a scroll when Secret War Secret War happens. Secret Invasion. I I get them confused. That they're the same thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, they're so interchangeable in title. I the, hate it. The big, the big, the big reveal at the end of that is going to be that I've been a scroll the whole time. But I'm bomb. Yo. <laughs> no, see. I don't know if it's fair to talk about because we definitely avoided this in the last in the in the Geeks Watch conversation. Um, but if we're going based off of the trailers, because I don't consider trailers spoiler if that's official material that they put out. They're not. I'm not talking about the new um, mid-season trailer that they just released, but apparently had even more footage. Right. But in like the very first trailers for the series, like you know, months and months before this thing came out. There's a lot of footage of like Sam practicing with the shield. True. And up until now, we haven't gotten anything like that. So, in these next two episodes, <laughs> if we're going by based off of just the trailers and that footage, well, he's it, gonna get the shield back and he's gonna train with it. Or that could be that could be flashback footage. If like it's like like WandaVision, that could be when he after Steve gave him the shield and before he gave it to the the museum, like he was practicing and seeing if he actually wanted to be the new Captain America. Like I could see that happening too. That would be really cool. But um, especially because the the trees that he's throwing it at in the trailers look like um, they look like the the Barton residence. Kind of does. I mean, who 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 better to teach him accuracy, right? Right. You go hang out with you go hang out with Clinton. He's like, nope, do it again. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the in the comic books, after uh, after Cap died, 
uh, Tony tried to give the shield to Clint and be like, he was like, hey, you're one of the only people that can actually throw this and then catch it. Like, we lost four shield agents trying to catch this <laughs> thing already. <laughs> so it would make sense. Um, uh, but we also have to take into account that this is Marvel Studios. Like, they are not against giving you fake footage in a in a trailer or footage that's yeah. not going to show up or footage that's been changed. Like, think about Infinity War. You saw uh, the Hulk running in that group with everybody. That, that It did not end up being Hulk. It ended up being uh, Banner in an Iron Man suit or a Hulkbuster suit. Through that. And in the trailers for Thor Ragnarok, he didn't look like he was missing his eye in scenes that he later would be. That's right. Absolutely. So, so that's the, that's a good point. I don't know though. Like that just seems like real simple. Like we're just gonna fudge the the graphics a little bit here. The end result will be different. This is like complete <laughs> scenes that are like apparently not. I don't know. We still have two episodes to go. I mean, Cap is now technically a a war criminal, which seems to be a running theme with Captain America. Um, <laughs> is he though? That. He's I mean, got some explaining to do at the very yeah. least. He's, he's completely sanctioned by the Sokovia Accords and uh, by, well, I guess technically they don't know that he took the, the serum. So maybe that would make yeah. him a, a, a war criminal. Yeah, because there's probably some kind of regulation or it's, it's against the Geneva Convention now in this reality. Yeah. Um, Either way, but, he straight up murdered a dude in front of everybody. <laughs> you know true. what it reminded me of? It reminded me of a small but very impactful moment from the TV show Lost, a show that I both love and hate. Um, it reminded me of the scene where Mr. Echo was like pretending to be like a pastor uh-huh. in this like impoverished like African like location. I don't know where that took place, but you know it's one of those where there's like warlords and all that going on. Right. And so he ends up like murdering one of the warlords that was coming to harass the people inside the church. And, like, rather than the people being grateful, they, like, immediately board up the church. They're like, oh, no, like, this is unholy ground now. I mean, and was, it is something that's very much against the church to do, especially yeah. in the church. So I understand that. But, like, the reaction was immediate. Like, even True. the people that he technically saved their lives are like, no, you've done wrong. Like, this is messed up. And that's kind of the feeling I got from the shield now. I was like, oh, no, that's... You've tainted the symbol of America. <laughs> right, like, that shield, you don't get blood on. The, like, sharp, punchy shields from from Infinity War, you get blood on those. You could do that. That's that. Would Go for fun. it. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it with that. Um, the whole time, like, any time John Walker does anything, because I'm watching this with my wife, um, anytime he does anything, she goes, <clears throat> Steve would never. and then when he murdered that guy in the street she went "Uh uh-uh steve steve wouldn't steve would never (laughs) i mean we have we can't forget that during world war ii steve used a gun i'm I'm sure he did kill people then but as he said in the first avengers movie he said you know that was a different time we we had we had to use different measures yeah, and like I'm sure throughout the time that Cap was working with Shield, he's probably killed a bunch more people. Yeah, but just double fisting that no. Shield into this dude's skull—that's not Cap. Do you think it was his skull? <laughs> I thought I fi- I figured it was his chest. I mean, probably. 
given that there's no like anything else it's just blood on the shield yeah but still like cap wouldn't no. cap was like uh i'm gonna break your neck with a quick punch to like the tr- <laughs> like a quick trick punch <laughs> and, and then carry him on. away like he's just knocked out oh he- he's gonna be fine folks <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. No. Walker's Walker's gone completely off the deep end. Yeah. There's not gonna be any redemption for that guy. No. Not. And I think that's that that's that's pretty genius though because like right from the beginning that's how they set him up. He was just gonna be the fall guy. He's gonna take that punch because he can. Mm-hmm. Also, la- last big gripe about about Walker here. Not once has he said, I can do this all day. Uh, that's true. <laughs> if he does, I'm still going to be mad. Because it's like, mm, you're <laughs> no, not Steve. It's, you get those words he, out of your he, mouth. He he did the exact opposite. He went, they weren't even super soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After he got defeated by the Dormelage. Right. He, Steve would have just kept getting up. Even if he wasn't a yep. super soldier. He would have ditched the shield and been like, all right, let's go. As opposed to being like, well, shield's stuck. I'm stuck. Like, mm. okay. <laughs> Let's get into talking about the death of the Incredible Hulk. Uh, like what we're actually here to talk. What about. we're actually here to talk about. Uh, I mean, I just I have to just skip right to the end, right to the death of the Incredible Hulk. Wow, how lackluster and anticlimactic! Like he jumps from a helicopter, blows up a plane, and then falls to his death. Like, of all the things to kill the Hulk, a fall. No, I, I can't accept this. Mm. I can accept it because it's just as disappointing as the rest of them <laughs> after, like, Thor. So... I just... It, and then also, it had it lasting so long in such a bad, like, eff- special effect of... You know, having the camera move further away from a uh, Lou Frigno that's lying on the ground and it's spinning like, <laughs> it's so bad. You, you know what this movie is missing? What is it? So the second one mm-hmm. had the 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 bear toss. So you needed to fight a bear? <laughs> no, the second one had the bear toss. I think it was the third one that, that Thor was in. Yes. Yes. That one had Thor in it, which made it like, all right, this is fun, right? There was no there was no that in this movie. No, there wasn't. There was no like whimsy to it. No. No, there wasn't. <laughs> there was if if that's if that's the right word to use there, but like I, I hope I'm communicating that well. No, I, I get what you're saying. I mean there needs to be a little bit of whim (laughs) do you suppose that like because i thought just i haven't seen all of the hulk movies but i kind of noticed in these that it seems like he was the hulk less and less as these movies kept going yes absolutely i agree i feel like uh well one they do talk about the trivia for this one does talk about they didn't have the money to do any new transitions of bill bixby to lou ferrigno so they used uh ones they had from before and then they used the the contact lenses in bill bixby's eyes i i would just assume that it's just because the destruction that the hulk causes just costs too much 
all of those balsa wood sets and furniture. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, even even though it's just balsa wood and, and you know cheaply made furniture, if you have to do more than one take, you still have to make more of that furniture. Oh, this is true. That really eats into your like prop budget right there. Prop budget and time. Like you got to clean up all that stuff, reset, get everybody back, and do it again. I mean, as somebody who used to clean up balsa wood chunks for a living, it doesn't take that long to clean up balsa wood. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You're you're absolutely right. But you take into account unions and you know people getting having to get breaks. It, it just all that stuff takes time to reset. Who that? Plus, at this point, Bill Bixby was pretty much like in complete control of the Hulk series, wasn't he? He was. He directed this one again, and it was. It's. It's solely spurred on by him at this point. Uh, he had to shop it around to uh, a bunch of ser- uh, different networks after this one to see if anybody was still interested in giving giving him another movie. Because there was plans for at least two more after this. There was uh. the rebirth of the Incredible Hulk and the nope. Revenge of the Incredible Hulk. Plus. There was going to be a She-Hulk movie. Uh, okay, I'd be down for that. And you, and I I think John knows who it was. They they had cast to play She-Hulk. I don't remember. You no. really don't. Okay, Brigitte Nielsen of oh. Rocky Five. No four. Yeah, and um, Sonja. Red, Red Sonja. Sonja. Yeah. Yeah. You know who? You know who it should have been if Who's they were going to make a She-Hulk show. Who's that? Betty White. Oh, I mean, <laughs> she knows she knows how to be the immortal part. I get it. Like it's it's just Betty White. No, like there's there's no transformation. There's no nothing. Betty White just like one more time. What? You <laughs> know, this is completely tangential. But we recently had the passing of a really great comedic actress, Jessica Walters. Mm-hmm. And I was holding on to hope that she would be cast as uh, Madam Web in some kind of Spider-Man project. Because she would be so perfect she for that. Been, she would have been that great. That would have been fantastic. And her passing was like a week after we did our Doctor Strange episode, too. Which she starred in as Morgan Le Fay. Yeah, that's true. And Whoa, so she had yeah. The, she had the history. She yeah. was in there. Yeah. Um. And if you go and Google Brigitte Nelson, She-Hulk, there's actually a, uh, there's pictures of her test footage, her, uh, you know, screen test. Uh, in oh, the I have to see this now. She-Hulk, what they were going to use as the She-Hulk co- costume, I guess. Like she had green hair and wore green, like a green unitard kind of looking thing. And then like a weird oh. outfit on top of that. It's very geometric. I just Googled it. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about this. It looks weird. I mean, it's, it was going to be 1991 when the, that came out, I guess, or 1992. So Dude, th- this would have been campy AF. She looks like the Enchantress. She does look a little bit like the Enchantress. Right? Like or... the, like the, the, um, the Marvel version. Right. Right. Or one of the the I forget which Fury it is from DC uh, uh, from Apocalypse, but she looks like one of them too. Is it Mad Mad Harriet? I, I don't know their names, but I, I think I know which one you're talking about. That is bizarre. Like that would have been 
Yes, that's the one you're thinking of. Interesting, okay. but yeah, that would have been that would have been uh, that would have been a show. That would have been something to see. I think in 1991. Let me see what it says. Uh, unfortunately, none of the none of this bore fruit. Uh, Bill Bigsby and Lou Ferrigno would have came back. Uh, yeah, it's just it was supposed to be made in 1991. So I just want to point out here really quick because you brought up Matt Harriet. I, I Googled to make sure that I had the character design correct in mind here. And the Google results, the art is so staggering. Really? Because it's like there's the comic books, like where she shows up there. And then apparently she shows up in uh, DC Superhero Girls. Oh. <laughs> okay. And then we're like right back into the like, I'm gonna cut you in half, Matt Harriet. <laughs> it's like, oh God. <laughs> one's like, hey, look at me. I've got like really sharp hands. And the other one's like, my hands are made of spikes. Come here. <laughs> uh, I believe we've lost John. I thought he was just sitting very patiently. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's actually he's actually frozen there. We've lost Whoa. his internet connection. Hopefully he'll come back. <laughs> oh, now we've lost his picture. Uh, hopefully he'll come back. Did, it, does this mess up your your life? Oh, it, it, he's back. There he is. There we go. We got him back. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. <laughs> um, oh, but man. yes, so there was supposed to be at least three more movies. Unfortunately, Bill Bixby's health started to decline, and he we we lost him about uh, about 1991. 1991, mm-hmm. 1992, somewhere in there. Um, but yeah. What more can we say about the death of the... Oh, I wanted to say is uh, one of the people that I recognized... Oh, I'll, and I'll, before I get to that. So as John brought up earlier, um, the character of Yasmin is supposed to be somewhat of a Black Widow character, uh, analog. And there was also supposed to be... Originally, when, this was, when they were throwing this one around it was going to be black widow and iron man in this movie i don't know who they would who who the iron man stand-in for this ended up being unless they were like unless like the donald the dr ronald pratt character was supposed to be like the uh, uh howard stark kind of thing well, really, you just look for whoever would have been tom cruise and that's who iron man would have been <laughs> we didn't have a tom cruise begs the question we don't do that anymore that's very season one <laughs> that's true that's, that was season one <laughs> so yeah um yasmin that character was played by elizabeth grayson and i know elizabeth grayson from watching the highlander tv series she played um uh what was her what was her name in that show uh eventually she got her own spinoff from that show amanda amanda Devereux or Daru, D A R I E U X. I don't know my. I don't know French well. <laughs> I don't think that's it. But yes, Amanda. She plays Amanda, another immortal. Um, she eventually goes on to have a spinoff TV series called Highlander: The Raven. Uh, but. I just I thought that was kind of interesting, and they use the nude back very much in this sh- in this uh, movie of her. 
A lot of uh, very sensual stitching. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's the scene where she's in the shower. You know, there's the scene where she's getting stitched up. I, and then there's the, there's the love scene between her character of Yasmin and um, David Banner. Or what is it this time? David Bellamy? Uh, Bellamy. Bell, Bells? Belding? Something like that? Yeah. Bellamy. Which, by the way, Bellamy. so at the beginning... Well, because we're, I mean, completely sidelined the plot, but I just wanted to point out at the beginning, the first thing that came to my mind was like, oh, he's doing a Goodwill hunting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he was. Totally went in there and did a Goodwill hunting. I mean, what exactly is the plot of this movie? Like, what were the Russians doing? Is it just Cold War? We're going to steal, like, medical technology information? So yes, it was it was like a three-way like game of chess that was happening here, because this doctor was making like great leaps and bounds, but Banner, or well, in this case, uh, Bellamy. Yeah, I guess it is still Banner. Uh, it Bellamy, is still yeah. Banner, yeah. Yeah, uh, like he was saying, like, oh, you're the closest it's come to like reaching the level of research I did before everything like you know took a crap, and <laughs> so. He was trying to help advance this guy's research because he felt that if he got him to the same point that he was in the late 70s, that they could somehow figure out how to reverse the the Hulk situation. Whereas the doctor was basically just doing genetic research, and that was pretty obvious with all of the ATA, CTA, TGT, all of that scrawled everywhere. Um, that computer with the computer, was so obviously, too. <laughs> <laughs> like that. That thing had some really good speech to text uh, abilities for the early '90s. Um, but yeah, this was that point in time where I feel like DNA was starting to become the hot thing with uh, fiction, in science fiction in particular. And then, yeah, you have the Russians who are basically trying to steal the research because they feel it's like. I'd imagine there's a chart that says, like, steal this scientist's research, then question mark, and then profit. (laughs) (laughs) That that would have been accurate, yes. And there was some kind of a mastermind that was using, um, what was her name, Jasmine's sister as leverage? But then we come to find out the sister was, was mastermind. the crime boss yeah, all along <laughs> and using her sister's love I mean, against her. Look how progressive this 1990s movie was. 1990s made-for-TV movie. They had a female Russian crime, bro- crime boss. I mean, hey, that's, that's the whole thing right there. Right there. It, that wins. That wins it all. Uh, it also had a very creepy guy by the name of Zed who apparently loves to torture people uh, and he's very good at it as uh one that one guy um uh, what was his name uh, was anybody disappointed that as soon as they introduced the guy that does torture it was like oh he's going to screw up when uh, they put him in a room with uh David Banner and that never happens and that never happens yeah, yeah. that was bad that was upsetting <laughs> i feel like i feel like there's so and it doesn't just go for this particular Hulk movie. There's so many times where stuff like that happens where they, they don't abide by like Chekhov's gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is true. Uh, or it's just like, look at this thing. Forget the thing. We're doing this now. 
So I recognize the guy who plays kind of essentially your main bad guy, the 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 one that's underneath um, J- Yasmin's sister, but uh, Kasha, played by Andreas Katsula, he, he's he's like a bad guy in just about everything. But I guess John would know him best. Did you recognize him, John? No. Who is this? So he played Commander Tomalak in a bunch of Star Trek Next Generation stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's right. Yeah, I do remember. It's like, hey, he looks like he was in Star Trek. <laughs> and was, sure enough, he was, yes. He was, he was in 110 episodes of Babylon 5 also as Gakar. That I never watched. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's, he's got a lot of a lot of stuff to his credit, including the fugitive and executive decision. But you switch the samples. Yeah. <laughs> um, was he the one armed man in in the fugitive? I think he might have been. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> now I need to go watch the. Now I need to go watch the fugitive again. <laughs> Damn it, Mitch! You're welcome. My friend, you get, Dr. You get, Richard Kimball. You get, you get to see Harrison Ford shake his finger at people. Oh, and I'm so here for it. It's <laughs> a gorgeous man. I don't care what anybody says. Um, can't fly a plane for shit, though. No, no, he can't. But he, yet, he, keeps, getting, he keeps doing it. And that's how you know he's not a quitter. And he, he just rode a bike a thousand miles. Did he? Yeah, because they won't let him fly. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a stubborn old man. <laughs> I, wanna, I, wanna I want talk, my ability to fly back. <laughs> I want to talk about the relationship between Banner and Pratt. Like they make this out to be like, oh, you've accepted me into your family. You you treated me like your son. You're like a father like, to me. The guys they like, have a whole probably, montage. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Like, <laughs> but the guy's like five years older than him. Like they, they do not. They look really close in age to be doing a father son thing. But then again, they like they pair up Bigsby and and uh, Elizabeth Warren, not Warren. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, missed, missed it by a couple of decades. Elizabeth Grayson, like <laughs> obviously, he's much older than she is. Yeah. You know what though? I found a I found it offensive that they had that scene where he was like, "You have like welcomed me to your family, and for, like for the first time, I felt like I belong somewhere." I was like, "That happened in the last two movies. Like mean, you bonded happened. with Daredevil." Yeah, I mean, I feel like that happened and, in the last five <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah, uh, you bonded you bonded with Daredevil. Um, you left the lady that who knew you were the Hulk and accepted you for being the Hulk. Yep. Um. You punched a bear. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they wanted you to stay on that farm, too. Yeah, they were like, yo, you can work here. And he's like, no, you don't have any sort of gamma radiation I can suck you. <laughs> um, you know, that, that bear is probably more butthurt that the Hulk pretends not to know him. Like, that never happened. <laughs> right. Does he tell that bear's, other bears, like, this one time I got in a fight with the Hulk, and I'm here to talk about it. So what's up with that? <laughs> they're like, nah, the Hulk never leaves survivors, idiot. And he's like, <laughs> he'll come back one day and, and you'll see, you'll see. <laughs> but it was him. 
It was the Hulk. Come on. Because <laughs> the bear is now voiced by Ray Romano for some reason. <laughs> no, I mean it. It was Deborah. the Hulk. Deb. <laughs> Robert, come on. <laughs> That's my brother. The Hulk fought me. Oh. <laughs> That was my one chance to get Mitch to pee himself, and it didn't work. It did not. I, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of Ray Romano. I'm sorry. Damn it. Ah. <laughs> Had it been Kevin James, though, man. <laughs> I, I can't Ooh. do a Kevin James. <laughs> hey, I, I'm Kevin James. I'm in Paul Blart. Paul Cop. Oh, wait. Now I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> Kevin James. <laughs> uh, do you what think, is this devolved to? Do you think do you think that they would have if they would have kept making these movies, we would eventually have gotten like all the different Marvel character cameos that the, he previously had into the like into one movie? And they would have shifts so. like Avengers. I think so. It wouldn't have been called Avengers. It would, it would be have been the called Avengers. the Defenders because the Hulk was a part of the Defenders at one point. I don't know. <laughs> no, I they would have been Avengers West Coast. Oh, there you go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Anything else you want to say about this particular movie? Um, no disrespect to Bill Bixby in the in the least because the the first two were fantastic. Big quotation marks around fantastic they were fun for what they were um but i'm very glad that we're done with hulk movies i know that john at one point sort of met lou frigno but i I feel yes i feel like ian needs to meet lou frigno at some point in his life now yes go go up to lou frigno and ask him for an autograph no i've heard the guy sucks (laughs) (laughs) I've, I've he, heard that dude is a chump. He was my first like celebrity Comic Con experience at the tender oh. age of fifteen, and that was like a hard slap of reality to like my fandom. I was like, oh no, celebrities can be assholes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the dude sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you and watch? I still say, Sorry, didn't you watch? Uh, uh, oh, crap. What's that? Uh, Jason Siegel, Paul Rudd movie called I Love You Man. I Love You Man. He says that Lou Ferrigno's a, a kind of a nice guy. No, oh, that's man. bullshit. That's that's fucking that's uh some kind of like reverse psychology, like <laughs> trying to like get in because I'm sure it got back to him at some point. Is like his like publicist or somebody is like like Mr. Ferrigno, like you're lately your con attendances have been diminishing because like you have kind of a reputation and he was probably like well we're gonna make a better you know like, i don't know how he talks he's like <laughs> oh, it's just grunts and, uh, they probably said well there's a movie filming and they need like a relatively well-known but like cheap cameo uh you know like we told them you'd do it for scale and they'll totally build you up as being like a super sweet nice guy and he was probably like oh, okay and you know that, that's what they build him as. Like he's like, oh, he's he's just really big, strong, softy, you know, with the heart of gold. And it's like, no, no, he is a jerk to fans. <laughs> this headcanon that you've come up with, John, is, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm completely here I, for it. I I just like to draw the lines and make connections even when they don't exist. <laughs> See, 
You said Jason Segel, and in my head, it was Steven Seagal. <laughs> Paul Rudd and Steven Seagal in a movie together. I, I was so this. confused what movie you were talking about. And I was like, I need to see this movie. <laughs> I want I want this movie where like Steven Seagal plays Paul Rudd's father and like he's ex like <laughs> he's ex Green Beret like mercenary guy and then Paul Rudd's like this a like, complete accountant and he's like he couldn't be more opposite of his dad and he just like they the you know then shenanigans happen kind of thing after that. So so <clears throat> give me a movie that's Paul Rudd and Steven Seagal. Just exactly what you said. It's an action movie starring Paul Rudd with Steven Seagal as his dad, and somebody kidnaps his dad, and he has to go. He has to go rescue his dad, but it's it's accountant Paul Rudd being like, "I think I've seen my dad do this once." <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, so "Of course, it would be." Gonna... <laughs> go ahead, John. Uh, it, it would be like Taken, but. Uh... <laughs> In reverse, if 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 uh, Paul Rudd's an accountant, um, I want to call it something like subtracted. <laughs> and then there's going to have to be a crucial point in the third act when he when he has to find his dad, and he uses like forensic accounting to find out where they've <laughs> they've kid, they've stashed him away, and that will he be goes the, into, the crux of he it. He goes into the books. Yep. Of, uh, the bad guy. He's like, I got I this one. His partner, <laughs> so his dad's old partner goes with him to rescue Steven Seagal, and his old partner is like played by Carl Weathers. I was gonna say like if he was still alive, the Macho Man. The, uh, well, the Macho Man's not alive anymore. <laughs> no, but like hey, yo, 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 Joe Manganiello does a killer Macho Man though. He does a that, killer perfect. Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. Perfect, I think he could do it. Then, then we we get him doing a Macho Man impression. <laughs> Why don't we just go with Jesse Ventura? He's still alive. Yeah, yeah. And John would love the conspiracy theory person being in there. You know, I I love a good conspiracy theorist actor and former governor of Minnesota, <laughs> but he did that one movie that's just a little too creepy. That I'm like, I've just never been able to see him the same ever since. You're Tusk. gonna have to elaborate. He was in uh, Tusk, was he? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's um. Ah, uh, what was the name of it? It'll come back to me in a Running split Man? second. But I mean, Running Man's a no, great movie. It, it I don't was, know why you would say that. Was, no, no, this was. Oh no, I love Running Man. What was his name in that one? Captain Liberty or something like that. It's very play on the whole Captain America thing. Yeah, I think it was. Um, I think you're right. I think it was Captain Liberty. No, he did a movie called like like. Abadox or something like that. Was this like after Van Governor? No, this was prior. Like this, this was just like weird and bad, and there was like some weird like, um, like man boy love tones to the movie that I was like. And now we're changing the subject. So yeah, we 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 ain't about that. So. Uh, <laughs> what's the, the, the action figure that we get out of this movie? What, what showed up on the, on the toy shelves, Ian? Um, it would have been a playset that has, uh, it's the, it's the helicopter scene. Oh, okay. All right. I, I could dig that. I, I say you would have got Yasmin, but with the interchangeable Black Widow outfit. Yeah. Yeah. 
John? Um, I would say there would be a, a, a Hulk action figure similar to what... Um, oh, it's a Braxis, by the way. Guardian okay. of the Universe, 1990. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> I would like to see... <laughs> a Hulk action figure that when you drop it, it like reverts into like a David Banner. Like it would have like a spring action. <laughs> like like you know those, you're, you remember those Power Rangers that had the, the morphin heads? Like you yes. do something to them and like their head would flip around and then it would be like the, the helmet version. Um, so basically that, but with the Hulk. So every time you drop it from like a distance of like at least three, three or four feet, then it would like that spring mounted thing on it would like revert it to make it look like David Banner. And it would have like that sad look on his face. Like he's dying. (laughs) I wonder if you, you could do something like that where it was like expanded as the Hulk and then once it like takes trauma, it hits. It like becomes smaller. Like a like if you used a mouse trap or something, like a, the spring in a mouse trap. That that's int- I'm sure you it's, could do it, something like that. It's totally doable. Yeah, I'm sure it's out there. <laughs> I mean, if not, this should be like patented and copyrighted right now. <laughs> um, yeah, there was there was a there was another one. Oh, did anybody else think that in the the in the first one when Yasmin showed up in the lab and interrupted the the new experiment on Banner to try and stop his transformation that someone else was going to get like hit with the beam and then this they were going to become like a another Hulk kind of character like we were going to get the abomination or, or something like that I was hopeful but disappointed I mean I can't believe we <laughs> didn't in in 5 movies get another uh another Hulk or another gamma radiated person I don't know if they did in the show. Did you watch the show, John? Um, I, I mean, I vaguely remember the show. I, so yeah, I don't think so. I think it was just. I think it was like a one-time thing, like such a freak occurrence that even if they wanted to, they wouldn't know how to like replicate it. Um, but this could be my faulty memory. But I could have sworn that I saw this movie when it first premiered way back in the nineties, and for some reason in my brain, I thought that what happened was. When he got strapped into that chair, what they did was separate him from the Hulk. Like, it basically was like the Hulk became its own physical being uh, outside of David Banner. And that's how he was going to be free of him. And somehow they were going to, they had to get put back together, um, either for their survival or because, like, it turns out that without David Banner, kind of keeping him somewhat held back that he was just completely like gonna go like berserk and like exterminate the planet someday or something to that effect i don't know where that came from and i don't know if that's from something else i think but that's, that's what i remembered from this movie i think that's in the tv series somewhere that they separate him from his body and then yeah. they have to get put back together yeah i think so maybe because like i i have a vivid memory that that happened but obviously it didn't happen here so i'm like where was that then <laughs> uh okay ian we're done we're done with the incredible hulk you don't have to watch it you don't have to see the hulk again until we get to ang lee's hulk with eric banna <laughs> <laughs> i got excited for a minute and then i was like wait nope we have one more yeah, you have you have uh you have Nick Nolte and Eric Bana and Jennifer Connelly to look forward to. <laughs> and uh Sam Elliott. And Sam Elliott, yeah. <laughs> that makes it more palatable, I'm gonna be honest. 
Uh, all right. How far away is that? That's uh, it's looking around enough. June, June sixteenth. All right, there's a, a little reprieve there. Then. <laughs> so you got, so what's you got two still, months. What's still on the chopping block? You still got to do Generation X, Nick Fury, Blade the, One, Two, and Three. Yeah. Oh, I'm here for the Blade movies, but we also have the the Fantastic Four movie from the '90s that we yeah. have to get through. That's that's oh, next yeah. week. You know what? Uh, It it's worth it if only for that entire subplot that happens in the Arrested Development first season of Netflix. (laughs) There's like an entire like Maria Bamford plays the actress that played Sue Storm in that movie, and there's all kinds of references that go back to to the (laughs) nineties Fantastic Four for no real reason. It's just. But it, it in the typical Arrested Development manner, it just ties in so well at the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm All right. on board for it, I guess. All right. Uh, Ian, where can people find you online? So if y'all want to find me online, I'm not hard to find at all. Like, at all. Um, <clears throat> you can find me right here on twitch.tv slash Ian flux. That's where we're streaming right now, by the way, come hang out on Wednesdays. It's a good time. And, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ian flux, 12 Instagram at Ian flux. Uh, that's I a N F L U X. And on Twitter, I a N F L U X. The numbers one and two. And John, where can people find you online? You can find me everywhere as at Magic Bollocks. Google it. You find it. That's me. I mean, are you the first thing that shows up on Google? I mean, there's there's no others. Like so far, <laughs> I've, I've looked to see if there's been a Magic Bollocks one or Magic underscore Bollocks. Nope. So far, I'm still the only one with that particular combination. <laughs> I mean, if you just typed in Magic Bollocks in the, in the Google, would you get some like other like not so appropriate things? <laughs> Nope, I just did it, and uh, if it's all one word, it's John. <laughs> what if it's two words? Uh, if it's two words, then you get like a book, and you get some kind of uh, <laughs> you get some kind of you get a Cockney street magic. <laughs> yeah, actually, hundred percent. That's right. <laughs> but if it's all one word, we got one. The, the first two are John. There you go. Someone pushed him into rebranding himself and it worked. <laughs> Who would have that been? I wonder. <laughs> that that just makes it easier for me to get docs now. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Don't tell anybody, but I'm on it. <laughs> if you want to talk to me, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Mitchopedia, G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geeklymedia.com. If you be one of our patrons, if you're one of our patrons, you get cool exclusive stuff. Patreon.com slash geeklymedia. Also, like what, Mitch? You get to have early access to to podcasts before anybody else. You get to have uh, special bonus episodes of, of, of certain shows on the network. Wow, is there more? No. <laughs> <laughs> when when are we getting the uh, the Geekly Media merch? Yeah. 
<laughs> Asking Mitch the hard. So it's really fun to throw Mitch off his rhythm at the end of the show because he just <laughs> goes straight into the spiel. And it's so much fun to be like, wait, there's more. I mean, if you really want a Geekly Media shirt or something, like reach out to me on social media. I can point you to where I have stuff designed and you can buy it <laughs> or you can send me money and I'll send you a shirt. Hey. There should be a shirt that says, I survived the Marvel movie marathon. Ooh. I, 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 I survived the journey into mystery. That's right. I, too, <laughs> take the journey into mystery. See, and Steven now needs to make a, a, a shirt with all of the old Marvel characters, the old uh, Nicholas Hammond Spider-Man with the old Doctor Strange and the Hulk and make it the 80s <laughs> Avengers. That's true. You just you remake the poster that they had for Infinity War, but using the old actors. Yes. Actual final thought here. How great would the Avengers have been if the, uh, if, if the, the bodyguard samurai from (laughs) Spider-Man were a thing in the Avengers movies. I would have loved that. That's the last thing I had to say. I'm sorry. (laughs) Take us home. (laughs) But until next time, this is Journey into Mystery on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to geek out. That was really slow and awkward. I know. I've been listening to like how John's been doing it lately for some reason, and I don't know why they do it. He does it slow. So, damn it, John. Because I'm trying to keep in rhythm with everybody because then everybody starts at different like times and speeds. So I, I want to match the earliest to the latest. And so like I'm just straight down in between. Because <laughs> I was like ready to be like, geek out. But it was like, geek out. This concludes our broadcast. 